And good morning, everyone. Welcome to a brand new edition of Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning. So happy you're with us. Our website is sportsmedicineweekly.com. My name is Steve Cashel, happily joined by my usual co-host. He is Dr. Brian Cole, the head team physician with the Chicago Bulls, sports medicine specialist, orthopedic surgeon from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. Dr. Cole, how are you this morning? Steve, I'm doing great. Good. Boy, I feel like it's an epidemic as we kick off this show this morning with the torn pec muscle. It happened to Bears linebacker Roquan Smith, and uh, he's look, looks like he's out for the season. And um, it happened to J.J. Watt, the uh, all-pro from the uh, Houston Texans. Is it something that it just seems like it's popping up now? And, <laughs> and tell us what, uh, no pun intended, you know, what is a torn pec muscle and why does it keep guys out so long? Well, so think about the pec, Steve. You know, you, 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 I'm sure you've never flexed in the mirror, but if you ever did that uh, and you look at your chest, you see how the pec comes across your chest well and actually inserts on the humerus of the upper arm. So it's a very big muscle and a very thin tendon. So that's unfortunately where we're kind of built like uh, upside-down champagne glasses, you know. And uh, right. there's a lot of force that goes into the tendon, and the tendon literally, it, it happens what we, in a situation we call it eccentric load. The muscle is contracting. At the same time, the arm is being pulled away from the tendon as it inserts. So it basically overwhelms the insertion strength of the tendon, and the tendon, which is attached to the muscle, pulls off the bone, and that's a pec rupture. And it's almost always one of the three heads of the pec. There's three heads called one's the sternal, one's the clavicular, and one's the abdominal, and the sternal one is the biggest one, and that's the one that often pulls off. Um, I see, you know, 10, 15 of these a year. Um, they're uh, relatively easy to fix. You got to do them early because they scar, otherwise they scar down. And the reason they take so long to get back is that, you know, soft tissue healing takes about eight to 12 weeks. And if you want it to be strong, it takes about four months and we want to avoid re-injury. So to sort of get that athlete back, they undergo a protection phase for say eight, 12 weeks after the 16 week. 16-week mark when we let them go, it can be another four to six weeks to get them really conditioned and strong again because they have lots and lots of atrophy afterwards. So pec tendon tears are uh, pretty disabling, uh, especially in a, in a collision athlete who requires uh, tremendous upper body strength to push, for example, like if you're doing a bench press. So that would be a typical alignment and so forth. Uh, they would have a hard time doing without it. Uh, maybe a less active individual with lower demands could do uh, better without it. Uh, but there's a long timeline because you got to let it heal, can't overwhelm it. Uh, but they can predictably get back to play with hopefully minimal deficits. Doc, uh, my question on that is when do you know for our listeners out there, boy, I wonder if I have a torn pec muscle, what do you do before you see a doctor? When do you see a doctor? Well, first, I've never seen it in a woman. I've only seen it in men. Um, and it's, it's not subtle when it happens. So the most common place that I see it is when someone's actually bench pressing. And um, they're just doing a rep and something gives way in the arm. It's very often very painful initially, then it gets better quickly. And then they'll see a deformity in their chest wall, and uh, they may get bruising within 12 hours. So it, as I say, it's something that the, uh, the average individual is going to know that something definitely happened. Let's move on. 